Hello, hello. You are listening to the Salon Owner School podcast, and we are so glad that you're here. On today's episode, Pip University's founder, Heather Yurko, is going to be sharing a new system that she's going to be launching at her salon, Neepeat Salon, to increase the salon's utilization. So Heather actually discusses a Google Doc template in this episode. And if you'd like to grab a free copy, just shoot us a DM on Instagram and we'll send that right over to you. Enjoy. So today I'm going to be talking about the easiest way to increase your salon's utilization, but I thought that that was like a really catchy title because of course everyone wants to know about this. But of course we're on this retention kick. And so it really goes back to retention because once you all dive into your numbers, your retention numbers, especially at a certain level, you will be pretty surprised at what you see. I don't know if your numbers are as bad as mine, but mine were pretty, pretty daggone bad, which was so surprising because when we normally, you know, we track retention every month and the way that I've always been taught to do it, the numbers, we, I coached to that. We had systems that supported that. And so our retention has been, you know, pretty solid. Obviously there's always room for improvement, but it's always been, you know, pretty decent. And so when I looked at it, the way that I went over on March 8th, that clubhouse, which I'm going to refresh, I'm going to refresh on that a little bit, just because we take these clubhouses and we put them into a podcast for people to listen later. So I'm going to refresh that. So you guys know what I'm talking about, but I was really surprised at, at what came back. And so because that is like absolutely not acceptable, we're like bleeding out. Uh, Professor Aaron says, yeah, it's like our new guests are a renewable resource. That's exactly how I felt when I looked at these numbers. So then it's like, okay, well, what are the systems that we get to create that support us keeping guests for longer? Notice how I said for longer, not just keeping guests, but how long are they actually with us? Because what happens is so many of us want to know, how do we build books? How do we build the books of our team? Many of us probably have veterans on our team. Their utilization is fantastic. But anytime that you go into like real hiring mode, growth mode, you could your utilization could be triggered because you have so many new people coming on the floor. And if you don't have guests that have been waiting to get in, then your utilization is going to go down. So this is totally us. Last year, on average, we were at 85% utilization, which is a pretty packed house. And so, but we also have had the smallest team that we've ever had. So we set a huge goal for last year for hiring. And our goal was to, for April, so next month. So when did this start? We started this in October. I was like, by the time April rolls, rolls around, I want 12 new stylists. Now I had thought, okay, anytime you solve one problem, like we just needed a bigger team. We were, our numbers were looking fantastic. Pre-booking, utilization, guest average retail dollar, everything was looking great. I wanted to make sure that we cultivated a team that was able to produce excellent numbers because that really speaks to the guest experience that we're offering. Before I added all these new team members, I wanted to make sure that they were coming into a culture that displayed excellence. So we worked on our ways of being, the way that the experience looked, our numbers, all that. And then it was time to really start hiring. And I 
foresaw, if that's a word, I foresaw some challenges that could arise with hiring. I mean, that is aggressive. It was basically four new hires every quarter for three quarters in a row. So what I did foresee was we were going to possibly have to add new guest happiness team members. We were going to have to look at changing schedules so we could fit that many team members. So it would be 17 artists. 18 artists total, maybe. And then we have our guest happiness team, management that's not behind the chair. So we were going to have to make sure that we could all fit in the salon during, you know, operation hours. The one thing that I did not think about was utilization going down. So we were at 85%. And right now we're sitting at about 70%. It kind of fluctuates between 68 to 70 because we have five new girls on the floor. So now it's like, okay, we got to get our utilization up. So I really dove into utilization, but at the same time, I mentioned the beginning of March, we started reading, uh, reading Never Lose a Customer Again. Amanda Bear is on here right now. She's our newest professor with Pip University. She also read it, so she's doing some pretty cool stuff. She just posted about um, the beverage menu, which I just shared that with my team, Amanda, the beverage menu and the snack menu. For her team, all of that is her thinking around what we read and never lose a customer again. So with us reading that, I was like, okay, we've added all these new people. We need to get utilization up. So of course we all go to new guests, new guests, new guests. But then I started diving into retention because of never lose a customer. So here's where I'll start out and I'm going to go pretty fast. Usually, I really hope I'm not breaking up because it says poor connection. Usually if I am listening to a clubhouse i'm just kind of listening but if any of you guys are able to grab like um, a pen and paper that just to jot notes down that might be really helpful for you so basically i started out really diving into our um our retention and this is what i went over um in march now i've been in the industry for 14 years and from day one, I was taught numbers, formulas, benchmarks, what and what triggers all of them. Then as I opened Neat Beat and I grew a large team, I developed a deeper understanding for numbers. And then I created some of my own benchmark for, benchmarks for salons. So numbers are not new to me. And I really, I really do enjoy them. You definitely know this if you're in CEO. Um, and that's why I was so surprised when I really peeled the layers back even more on retention. So usually when we track retention, we'll take the month that we're wanting the numbers for, and then we'll basically see if the guests from that month came back in within the following 12 weeks. So let's say I'm wanting to look at what January's retention numbers are. I would run a report. Uh, I would type in from January 1st to January 31st. So that takes all of the guests that were with us in January. How many of them came back from February 1st to April 30th? So that's the 12 weeks after the month that you're looking for retention for. 12 weeks gives the guests enough time to come back in. I mean, I have my own thoughts around 12 weeks. I really wish I could type in eight weeks, but when I do, then I really want to pass out when I look at my retention numbers. So 12 weeks is pretty much on average what, what the industry uses and what I was taught to use with Aveda to track retention. Now, what this does is I would basically 
go throughout the year. So we would have January's numbers. We would fill them in. February's numbers, fill them in. But there's only one problem with that. At the end of the year, we would just take the average for the year. So we would look at the new guest retention and the existing guest retention for January through December, take an average and be like, okay, here's where we were at for the year for new guest. Here's where we were at for the year for existing guest. But the only problem with that is that it's only taking the following three months that you're, that we're saying the guests came back in. But how long did we keep that guest for? Did the guests keep coming back with us? So when, this is when I about died. When I looked at our true retention, I ran a report from January to July of 2021. And I wanted to know if those, those guests, if they came back in the second half of the year. So I typed in January 1st through July 31st. That's basically saying all of the guests that saw us within this time frame, did they come back August 1st through December 1st? Now that's a, that's a lot longer of a time span than just taking one month and then looking at the next three months to see if they came back. And that's when I got a little bit sick. So we saw 1,400 guests, really 1,429 guests from January to July. When I look at August to December, like how many of them came back? 699 of them did not return for a reservation in July through December. That's basically half. I mean, that is half. That's half of the business that we had in the first year or in the first half of the year. They did not return for a reservation in the second half of the year. So that's why this this clubhouse, I titled it the number one way to increase your salon's utilization because no wonder we're always wanting to know how to fill books. We're not, we're not keeping guests. At least my salon isn't. And I'll also say this, our average existing guest retention, when we look at it like normal, like the way that I was always taught, sits at 79%. And our average new guest retention, it definitely fluctuates, but on average for the year, it's at 31% for all of my service providers. Last January, our new guest retention was at 46%. But really throughout the rest of the months, it would be, there was a lot of 30s, a lot of 31s. There was like a 36 and a 37, but it averaged out to 31%. And so those are pretty solid retention numbers according to industry benchmarks. So for me to look at Oh, that went down like overall retention to 50%. When I look at all of that for the exact year or for the, for the rest of the year. So I obviously originally dove into all of this retention stuff because myself and my guest happiness team are reading never lose a customer. Fantastic book. So we are getting ready to launch probably in the next two weeks our first big system that we came up with. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys. Now I'll tell you how, how I really went into why does it need to be new guests? Cause there's also going to be things that we're going to be doing for our existing guests. We call those our groupies, like people that are ride or dies. They've been with us forever. We do not do enough for them. We do not love on them enough. We don't spend enough money on those people that have truly I mean, they're the reasons why all of us have jobs and we can provide for our households, really. So there's a lot that we're going to do for them. But our biggest bottleneck right now that we get to take care of is with new guests and us keeping new guests. So if you are a forest user, and even if you're not a forest user, when we're finished with this clubhouse or at some point today, I highly recommend, even if you're with like a salon software like Vagaro, 
there, there might be a report that they have that shows you something like this. There is a report and hardly anybody uses it because it was built specifically for like one salon way back when it's called the salon trend summary report. And the reason that I know this is because after the clubhouse that I did in March, the beginning of the month, I got some feedback that what I was saying wasn't accurate. So then I was like, oh shit, okay, if, if I'm not accurate, I'm doing this stuff with my team. I need to make sure that I'm accurate. So there's the developers of all the reports with Forrest. One guy, his name is Kahir. He's like the one that builds the reports. And then Patty, who also builds reports, but he's like lead of the product team. And I've been super close with them like since 2018. So I wrote them emails. We went back and forth. We've been doing this for about three weeks now. Back and forth, back and forth, tons of looms. And so I just was confirming this is what I'm thinking when I'm looking at all of these reports. Please tell me if I'm off. I got confirmation that I was on track and they introduced me to this report. Well, when I first looked at it, I was like, what? And I do not know how to read this at all. So he filmed me a loom. The report basically shows out of all the guests that you have in a month. And so I pulled up all of 2021 so I could see January through December. How many experience how many like guests are experiencing their first time with you it also shows how many guests are experiencing their second third fourth and then five or more visits so for january and i have like a little visual of this for january we had this was 2021 we had 77 new guests guests that were in their second visit we had 43 of those. Now, when I keep looking at that for the year, January through December, I averaged it all up and it averaged out where we were seeing 85 new guests a month. So 85 people were in their first visit on average with us. 47 people were in their second visit with us on average. Now that's a big old drop. So what it comes out to is 18% of our guest count per month is a new guest. 10% of our guest count per month is in their second visit. So that right there is an 8% drop. From the 10% that experienced their second visit with us, that drops down to 7, well, 7.73% are in their third visit. And then 5.7% are in their fourth visit. So the biggest drop for us where we lose the most people is in between the first and the second visit. And that drops by like 8%. So that's where we're really going to focus on first because it's our biggest bottleneck. And the last time that I did Clubhouse, I mentioned a spreadsheet that I had created where if we were able to get our existing guest count or our existing retention to 79% on average. Now I'm talking about 79% on average for a year, not just for the following three months. Because on average, regularly, we are at 79%. And then if we were able to get our new guest count up to 50%, which I've really never heard of that before, not even when you're just looking at the, the three months. I've never heard of a salon doing that consistently, especially when you got a lot of team members and guests are seeing several different personalities, several different working styles. But I think 50% is doable because it leaves a whole other 50% for people that are out of town, people that only get their hair done once a year, 
six, seven, eight year olds, all that 50% is a very generous percentage to say that goes to those kind of guests that aren't going to be coming in continually, continuously and consistently with us. If we were able to do that, we would see 35 more guests a month, 35 guys. I mean that right there. And it's so much easier to sell to people. When I say sell so much easier to get them to book an appointment with us because we already have a relationship. They're already familiar with the salon. People want to do business with businesses they've already experienced. It is a lot harder to get new guests to come in, a lot more marketing dollars, a lot more time. And many of us, we've just got our standard. They come in like clockwork because of the salon's reputation. If you're doing any uh, SEO work, any ads, anything like that, you probably see a solid amount of new guests. But really looking at what's the percentage of them that come back and then keep coming back for the rest of the year. So here's where I get into, and I'm going to copy this. I'm going to pin this so you guys have this. Oh, hold on a second. I try to paste it, but I'm copy clubhouse. There we go. It's set to view mode. So you can just take that, you can make a copy of it, um, you know, edit it, do what you want with it. So when I, when I realized, okay, we have an 8% drop between first timers and their second time. That's what led us to create this system. So go here with me because I'm just going to read off of the pinned link that I just shared. So the first thing is at checkout. Now, I, this is how granular I got, guys. I was like, do we want to send them this in the mail because we send them a thank you card? Do we want to send them some mail? And I'm like, no, I want to give it to them at checkout. So their emotions are high. They feel really, really good. We make a, an incredible impression, impression right then. So we're going to, going to do a small present, but I want it to look good, like with tissue paper, like a little cute card that's in it. And we're going to do an Aveda lip saver and stress relief rollerball. Now, I'm also very, I pay a lot of attention to cost of sales. So the lip saver tester with Aveda is like $3.75 or $4. The stress relief rollerball is either $3.75 or $4. Together total, it comes out to $7.75. So that's like the first thing that we're going to give them because I want to keep a lot of these dollars in the budget for our groupies, for our existing guests. Amanda Bear told me about a book, Giftology. And never lose a customer again. He references Giftology. It's a much smaller read, like super, super thin, excellent book that talks about gift giving. So I plan on implementing a lot of those strategies with our groupies, our existing guests, so we can get them just some really, really cool stuff that's meaningful and has a lot of thought behind it. But for these first-time guests, a lip saver and a stress relief rollerball at checkout. Then they're going to receive a phone call from us. And we've never really done new guest callbacks. And if we have, we definitely haven't done them consistently. But they're going to receive a phone call. And then we're going to shoot them a text message if they don't answer. We're going to do these phone calls two days after their appointment. So not the next day. I want to give them kind of enough time to get used to their hair, look at it enough in the mirror, especially for big changes like that, because these are new guests. So then I have for my guest happiness team. Now, this is where I think it's it's pretty cool. If the guest happiness team, we have three girls up there. If they're the one that checks the new guest in, 
I want them to be the one that pre-books them. So we walk over to the chairs while the hair is being blow dried and we get their next appointment set up before they like come up and like cash out. I want them to be the one that goes over and pre-books them. And then I want them to be the one that checks them out and gives them their gift. Now we're also coming up with these categories that we're gonna put in forest where if it's a new guest that isn't from out of town, they're having color on their ticket. Basically they're a PPG. They're a potentially perfect guest. So the ones that are gonna go in this category are ones that we would go above and beyond for. So we were, we're gonna have regular new guest systems that like are automated emails, automated text messages. But when we wanna do something a little extra special, we can look at this category in Forest and know these are new guests. They absolutely have the potential to come back. They got color on their ticket. We really liked them and enjoyed them, all that stuff. So that one person on the guest happiness team has then had three touch points with that guest. They check them in, they pre-book them, they check them out and they give them their gift. At that point, they can determine, you know what, I'm gonna add them to the 2022 new guest category. That's a really, really good guest. We need to make sure that they come back. Then that same guest happiness team person is going to be the one that makes the phone call two days later. From the guest perspective, they've had all these interactions with the same guest happiness team person, creating safety and a ton of rapport. Cause it's scary going to a new salon. Like you're scared they're gonna mess your hair up. You're really scared about that. You're scared about not, you don't know anybody. Everybody else knows each other. All the, all the service providers are like gorgeous. At least that's what a new guest thinks. So if they're able to build a rapport with their stylist, but also get to really know somebody on our guest happiness team, and that's the person that's calling them. I just think that that could be a powerful thing for relationship building and creating safety for the guest. Then I give some notes if a guest is unhappy at all, offer for us to either fix whatever it is complimentary, or if the guest like got their hair cut too short and they're like, well, I don't wanna come in right now, schedule the next appointment right there on the call, tell them it, it's on us, but then I want them to go in a sauna, which is our uh, where we put like all of our tasks to remind us of things, assign themselves a task saying, Susan is coming in on the 13th, be sure you say hi, something like that. Then they're gonna change the date two days after and they're gonna call them again to make sure that everything is good because I really want that to be followed through on. Now, a lot of guests don't answer their phone if we're calling during the day because they're at work or something. So if you have to leave a voicemail, they're gonna tell them on the voicemail, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot you a text in case that's easier for you. So then I give, the, there's a first bullet point where I basically have what I want the text message to say, but it's over 160 characters. So then the text would basically say, hi, Susan, it's Shy at Neepy. I just called you to ask about your experience and how you're liking your hair. You can shoot me back a text or give us a ring that like fits in perfectly with what Forrest allows you to send. So that's us taking care of the phone call, but then they definitely send them a text message too. Then they're gonna get a thank you letter around four days after their appointment. So the thank you letter is from the artist. The artist turns in, this is the way that we do it right now. The artist turns in thank you letters to new guests within 48 hours after their appointment. So it can go in the mailbox at the end of the night but I wanna start tracking how many thank you cards we're really sending out. And then we're gonna create new, really cute thank you cards. We can say something about reserving their next appointment. And if they're not able to, our guest happiness team will send them a text message in a couple of weeks to check in. If any of you guys wanna see, we have this in our training. 
what a good thank you letter looks like and what an excellent thank you letter looks like. And they are very, very different. Professor Jen asked me for this last week and I just sent her a screenshot of our training doc. And she was like, oh, wow, that's good. And Professor Aaron is on this text message too. And she was like, oh, I totally just stole that and put that in my onboarding. Because it's a very big difference. If I get a thank you card and it's just, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate your business. Very, very nice gesture for sure. But if you're mentioning specifics and you're going into detail and you took time, that really does mean a lot to me. And I'm sure other people feel the same. So they get their, their uh, thank you letter in the mail from the artist. But then this is something we've never done. We're going to send out automated text messages to book that go out two weeks after someone's appointment. So in Forest, you can use the marketing feature. There's a client export. If you go up to advanced, you can basically say out of all the guests that came in this month, was, was this their last visit? If it pops up, that means they do not have an appointment on the book. So then we know that they did not pre-book their next appointment because for my software, and I don't know if any softwares do this, if you can run a report to see all the people that didn't pre-book, well, I want a text message going out to all those people that didn't pre-book two weeks after their appointment. This is a little bit more proactive than it is reactive rather than realizing eight weeks later or 10 weeks later, oh, I haven't seen so-and-so, and then they get sent an email. I want to stay ahead of that. And so we're going to be doing that where we send the automated text to all new guests. So the copy is very specific, the ones that didn't pre-book. So we would do this every week for new guests that were in two weeks ago. So that's basically the touch points that we have that we're getting ready to launch for the new guest system. So there's a lot of things in there that we're adding to hopefully get them back to their second appointment. There's gonna be things, I just haven't thought about these yet, that are gonna go down between the third and the fourth appointment. Because for us, when I look at that new, uh, the salon trend summary report, we get to do things in between their second and third visit and their third and fourth visit. But the biggest thing is to get them to their fifth visit. By then, we've pretty much sealed the deal and then being an existing guest. So I'm going to pause there and I really hope that I wasn't um, breaking up through all this. Does anybody want to come on, chat about anything, have anything to ask, anything to add? I hope that this was valuable for you guys because I know that I talked really fast. I just wanted to share all that information with you guys. But was this, um, was this helpful to you guys? And anybody can raise their hand and um, let me see this. Nick, there we go. Hi, Nick. Hey, it's been a while. I know, how's it going? Good, good. I'm actually sitting in the car with the baby right now. <laughs> We're around doing errands. No, I loved, I loved everything that she said. I was like, I love it because <clears throat> I think we forget to add systems to to things that are are very important and and these new clients that are coming in. And you even mentioned like existing clients, like the ones that were, you know, kind of like your breaking you up. Called them your groupies. Say that again, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. Say that again. How's this? Perfect. Okay. Um, I was saying that you were 
it's great to like add systems to things that, that are actually really important in the salon and talking about like retention. And, and I loved everything you, that you were saying. I'm like sitting here, like reading to the, the doc that you, you sent and I'm trying to type some of the things that you were saying, because this is something that I really, really want to work on. Um, yeah. When you get this deep into it, like it's a, you know, it took me, I blocked my, my schedule off all last week. Like I did not time block anything last week. And I said, the only thing that I'm working on is never lose a customer again for my salon. So I didn't do any pip work last week because I knew if all the time that I get to dedicate to this week, once we get it going and it's, it's on a roll, we're definitely going to add that to rich life CEO and then share this stuff on clubhouse. So everybody else can, can get a peek at it because we've never been this deep intentional and thorough with really thinking about, we think about guests in general, but thinking about a first time guest, what are their touch points with us? What are our touch points with them? And what exactly are, are we going to say that's specific to where they're at in the journey? Cause that that's going to look different for when they're, when they've experienced their second appointment with us going to the third appointment. Now, for many people, this may seem like, oh my God, that is so granular. I would totally agree. But on the March 8th, when I said this could, this is literally 33 guests for us a month. When you look at our guest average service dollar, our guest average service dollar is 200. Well, four says 280, but I'm like, let's just do $250 to be um, conservative. We're talking about $10,000 a month right here. I ran Professor Jen's numbers. She was at $10,000 a month. I ran Professor Aaron's numbers and she was $700 more than us. She was at $10,700. So it's like, yeah, this is really granular. A lot of work goes into it. You get to get the team's buy-in and then being like, all right, we're going to do this. We're really going to follow through on it because there's so much money at stake. And for us, and Nick, I'm sure that you're the same way. This is the smallest my team has ever been. So the more, like in 2017, we were seeing on average 200 guests every month. Every month, new guest count started with a two. And so if we're at a loss right now of $10,000, that's only going to grow the bigger we get if we don't get this worked out and close up this bottleneck. Because it, it makes us go around on this hamster wheel, this merry-go-round, thinking, I need new guests, I need new guests. But then it's like, no, we don't need new guests because we can't freaking keep them. We don't have systems in place that allow for them to stay with us for a longer period of time. So I'm really glad that you said that this was valuable because I worry that for some people, they're like, this is just too much. Oh, no, because like so normally what we would do is and, and to keep it like simple for my staff, I, I've done like, OK, so today's Tuesday. Call your new guests from Tuesday. Last yeah. week. Yep. Uh, and then, and then we used to do the letters. Like we, I remember it was way, we did it way back and we used to write handwritten. We had these cards that had the LG, you know, our logo on it. And we used to write handwritten cards to people and we haven't, we have not done that in a while. And that's one thing I want to incorporate. And two, I create on, on our system, we have Mevo mm -hmm. on our system. We can create, you know, different types of blockouts. So, mm -hmm. and I can name, like I have one that's for social media and Instagram. So if I see any time in between appointments or something, 
I'll kind of like throw that in there. Just it's like a helpful reminder. So I'll go through my people to to create the habit, right? Totally. Great idea. Great idea. Dropping a block time on your stylist books, just a kind of helpful reminder to do these things or do this thing. That's, that's, that's been a lot of help. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll end with this two things. You mentioning the thank you cards. We've been, we've been doing this since we've opened and we're extremely consistent at it. Like it's, it, it is something that's really done. I will, as soon as we hop off of here, I will go get in that doc that I just shared with you guys. I will add in from our training what a good letter, what a good thank you letter looks like and what an excellent one looks like. That way you guys can see it and you got take it, use it, steal it, do anything that you want with this stuff. That's one thing. Now, the other thing, Nikki, talking about the blocks, it's so funny that you said that because there's more things that we're we have ideas for that we we're all brain dumping in one doc, but then I have my own separate doc to like really finalize what some of these systems are. This is the first one that I've finalized, but another one, I just had our director's call, our level 10 call on Friday. And there's a part in the book that talks about, you know, a couple businesses sending personalized videos to guests. So of course I was being limited in my thinking and was like, there's no way we could do that. Especially if we're seeing, 85, 100, 200 new guests a month. But my team was the one that was like, but what if there was a way that we could work that out? And so that's something that we're going to be uncovering probably in the next two months. And once we do, if that's something that we're going to move forward with, I'll be sure that I share the system with you guys because some of their ideas and, and ways that we can make it work. And one of them is like the first 30 minutes or the last 30 minutes of a day or our most dead times, there would naturally be a 15 or a 30 minute block on the book. Now, when that happens, that's money right there. That's definitely money. So we have to make sure that when we're blocking time off like that, that whatever we're pouring our mind and our attention to, it can give us a return on that investment of time. But that would essentially be used for them to create quick 30 second videos for each of their guests they would do this like two days a week. This is what we're thinking right now. And um, they would send those out through a text message to the new guest where it was a personalized video and we'll like create the script and everything. But once we launch that, if we launch that, I'll be sure to write up a doc and share that with you guys. So, well, I'm glad this was helpful for you guys. I will get in that doc right now and add to it. And then if you guys ever have any questions on this, you can either DM me on here or you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at Professor Heat, just because Professor Heather was taken. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I hope everybody has a great week.